The Waddle and Sylvie podcast is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Sign up using promo code WMVP at sportsbook.draftkings.com. Live from the old National Bank State Street Studio, across from the historic Chicago Theater, you are listening to Carmen and Yurko on the new home of the Chicago Bears, ESPN Chicago. This is WMVP WSHE HD2 Chicago, a good Karma Brands radio station. All right, thanks for listening, calling, and participating in today's show. And thanks to Todd Furman and Connor McKnight for an excellent midnight at the movies. Bleck and Abdallah, job well done as always. Jack McGrath, thank you for helping. Chris and Adam are on the night 7 to 8. That's after Bears Weekly, and that'll follow Waddle and Sylvie, who will get you home 2 to 6 on this Thursday. Crosstalk is brought to you by Club Hawthorne, celebrating Oktoberfest all month with Sam. Buy a beer, get a free bet every Friday. See HawthorneBettingBars.com for details. Don't forget, you can hay with Shay Norling tonight from the morning show. <laughs> Shay is at Smoke. What's so funny about that? Look at I me see. in my suit. I'm here for some trivia, and I'm going to yell at you. Oh, Shay? Yeah. Shay uh, tonight is at Smoke Daddy. I love Smoke Daddy. In Wrigleyville from 7 to 9. I'm at Smoke Daddy because I got the hottest takes around. He's doing yeah, trivia. Just trivia, you idiots. <laughs> wow. And he can, uh, you can go out and hang with Shea, get yelled at, I guess, play some <laughs> trivia, and you can win a TV and a subscription for NFL Sunday ticket. And it's you got all a question wrong. Life. I'm firing you into the sun. That, yes. could, that could happen. I that hope he happen. wears that suit as well. Oh, he has he's not that's, wearing a suit. Come on. That's got to be his like, trademark now for appearances. That's funny. Um, hey, professor. boys. Why I don't love, Sylvia I, live at Hallis? What's the, up? The nachos at Smoke Daddy with, oh, with the brisket and the, the chicken. It's the best, right? Oh, I used to take that to go. Right. And, like on a Friday night and bring it home. And make love to it. <laughs> sweet, sweet <laughs> love, so Sylvia. If you don't like it, you're an effing idiot. So sweet, good. sweet love, baby. Yeah. Make sweet love. The good old days. Love, man. Sweet, love yo, Smoke Daddy. Sweet love. Uh, you guys in the picture that's going around, none of you look like you missed a meal. Like that, that from the young days? Or oh, what, what was my it? God. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It. Well, you know, that was... Well, I mean, Karma was thin then. He's thin out. now. No, nah, but I was Jeez. more like beefed up then. I had well, you, I worked you, out you a worked lot. worked out. Yeah. Yeah. Puffy. We are all puffy. Yeah. yeah. Were you guys like... You juiced you, up? I had a lot of I was mass. just going to say, did you guys... Were you guys just like trying steroids a little bit? Yes. Just kind of recreationally yeah, just, back just a little, just to see how it was. Yeah, everyone looked a little puffy, didn't they, good kid? Yeah. Look junked up to you, me. Yeah, the face is a little puffy and every, a little every, swollen, a little watery tension. Everybody gooped up on gob. I was yes. uh, I, I was cycling creatine back. Then. <laughs> Same thing. Were you really? Same oh, thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, sweating like you stole I, something, Carmen, in the middle I, of the yeah. night? Oh, yeah. That's why I used to have my swole on, you know? <laughs> well, Waddle is talking about a picture that's going around. Uh, Today's the 25-year, the actual 25-year anniversary of the radio station. It's also like I started today at ESPN 1000. Well, isn't that something, Sylvie? It's, it's incredible. I, I, I texted one of our marketing people, uh, Sonny Parks. I, it, there were times when I didn't think we'd last 2.5 years, let alone 25 years. Uh, I'm Carm, I'm sure you had that feeling at times, too. I did. And, you know, Mitch Rosen, who's now down the dial, we, we joke to this day, Mitch told me famously um, to rent and not to buy Jeez. when I was buying my first condo. Lots of confidence. <laughs> Mitch is probably still saying the same yes, thing right, to all right, of us. Right. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Um, Only but, a matter but, of time, boys. <laughs> so, so I was sending a few pictures to Danny and Keith to commemorate 25 years. One of the pictures was a, a young... Young me with Carmen, Delavitt, yep. JD, yep. and Harry Tynowitz. JD looks like a baby. In it's that an picture. incredible baby picture. Face. Yes. I mean, how about Delavitt? How about the goatee that Delavitt was oh, rocking? He's like Kyle Schwarber. 
Yeah, that's what it looks like. I'll I'll, I'll tweet out the picture. It's it's, it's over twenty years old. It's really something. Carmen, what kind of creatine uh, kind of like path were you on at that point? Twice uh, a day, yeah. once a morning. Uh, like, no, up. no, no. I don't. Yeah. It, it was like you. If I'm remembering correctly, Taking, we used to do like a yeah. th- like a six week cycle of it, and then you'd be sure. off of it for like six weeks. Yeah, yeah, your, your liver swelled yeah, in your body. Terminology's perfect, isn't it? Yeah. Six week cycle, exactly. probably. Yeah, and then you'd get off of it. And they, well, this was legal. You yeah. bought it at GNC, right? Yeah, but it we, felt like you had a piece of luggage in uh, under your skin as your liver would expand. Maybe. Then we did some winstrol. Yeah. Just yeah. suck all the fat out, right? Decaturobulin. Yeah. yeah. Decaturobulin. I never did anything like that. Then oh, the, okay. The, I did it. Oh, okay. I, uh, all right. Decaturobulin. Come on. What is the matter with some you? Some Vanadyl sulfates. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, it's like I... He got all banged up and then he went in and started taking cooking classes and bourbon right. classes. Yeah. Right. No kidding. Well, I was still drinking plenty of bourbon back then, believe you me. When it was very uncool to drink. Wow. I would think bourbon and creatine don't go well together. Eh, probably not. Why, why do we have to get wrapped up in the details, Tommy? <laughs> <laughs> that, how about that? Oh, yeah, for the muscles. Yes. You know, you have a that wee- stuff went down like syrup, probably. Well, you know, the creatine mixed in whatever it was. I, I will say back then, you though, had to too. You drink a lot of water back then. I, I, I did. I made sure I, I did drink Stay a lot hydrated. of water. But, but we also... You know, I remember back then not worrying about what I ate too much because you know you were young, young and you worked out a lot, and it, it was. You know, I didn't. I didn't really care. So yeah, it, it added a little. It definitely added a, a pudginess. Carm, did you think that the creatine also affected your your personality or your mood? No, were you exceptionally my, angry? No, I don't think it does. Not. Did it affect, I don't think that's a side it, effect of did it. Did it affect little Carmen in a negative never, way? Never. <laughs> Never, never did. It's not like a steroid like that. It doesn't have those effects. How about your, how about Tom and Jerry? No, <laughs> they stayed. Yeah, solid. Yeah, he used to work they, out though. They, I they took didn't him. shrink and go inward. No, I took him to the gym once though, and he was doing some bending weight, iron, some weight exercises that I was. I was just like doing some well, curls we, and yeah, little benching. Oh, he I, was I, doing some crazy ass dumbbell oh, yeah. dumbbell oh, yeah. we, exercises. We, we had a guy that was uh, on the on the junk a little bit, and we called him Buttons. Buttons. Yeah, because that's they oh, was look it like on the junk, you guys. Buttons. I was buying something at GNC and I'm worried about, yeah, that, but okay. I'm about yeah. your marbles, still out. If you were in MLB, you would have been suspended. Yeah, yeah. was creatine on the the band? Oh yeah, list yeah, you was could it? you you'd be suspended. Johnny, can do you, you know see, I take can... five milligrams of creatine every day at the advice of my doctor and Danny Zetterman? Fantastic. I take five, five milligrams every well, day. Well, you were taking five hundred. Yeah, that's the day. a good point, Tommy. Yeah, a good kid. Can you see Carm in the in in the gym with like? 400 pounds around his waist in one of those belts yeah. doing, like doing, doing dips. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, doing yeah. dips in the corner. Get getting the triceps to work. I'm, I got to get the horseshoe with the triceps. We'd have I'm the gloves stacking. on, too. Yeah, oh, yeah. Creating an amino acids, man. Uh, stacking them on top of each other. Uh, I've been in the weight room with the, with the good kid, though. We, we worked out a couple of times. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Boy, really? oh yeah. We were on va- when we were on vacation. Can my arms above my head back then? Yeah. We were at... We were at the Super Bowl, I think, one year, and Zetterman was insistent upon Yurko, uh, like the, us working out, because Danny really wanted to work out with, like, a, say, he worked at lifted weights with a former NFL player. And it was Danny, me. And Danny wouldn't <laughs> let it die, you know? And so Yurko finally, like, acquiesced one day and goes, Fine, I'll go with you guys. We'll go to the gym and we'll work out. And uh, yeah, Yurko got right on the bench. Like it was the old times. Was Tommy, he repping two twenty five? No, he got dumbbells. He got like ninety pound dumbbells to start. Like it was not to put his feet up in the air yeah. and just started doing 
uh, benches doing dumbbell presses. That's right. And like it was nothing. We're like, well, I look at the good kid go. Let's Danny was in the business. He was marveling at him. You know, like every exercise Mongo Yoko did. used to grab the one fifties like it was nothing. Oh, God. Like when he so would bounce, like, like he was pulling chips ahoy out of the package. When he, <laughs> when he used to bounce the bar off his chest like sets of like six for four twenty five. Crazy on, it, on the bar. Crazy. My God. I mean, just a beast of a man, right? Oh. Yeah, you can't even. You can't, just looking at hurts. <laughs> Danny, Danny's texting us, and he claims that he was stronger than Yurko in the weight room he's that day. He's full of it. Yeah, he smelled he's stronger than me. completely full of it. He smelled stronger than I did. I don't know on what planet Danny is, like, where he's like, remembering this. I think that's when he first started his fitness thing, and deodorant went out the window. I mean, <laughs> you know, he doesn't wear deodorant now, and i got to yeah. be honest with you. Oh, he boy. he, he ripe. doesn't smell. Eh, ripe. Maybe a little. Maybe you can get I, real I can't close. Smell. If I said ripe like, I would just get myself in trouble, so I'm not even going to say anything. First of all, and I don't know who he thinks he's kidding, if that he was lifting more uh, dumbbell weight than your guy. Yeah, that's that, that's nonsense. Of course he wasn't stopping. You know? Ron, Ron tweets, and he says, I would, I would have paid anything to see someone tell a roided-up Carmen DeFalco that WRC yeah. Plus is an overrated <laughs> stat. Yeah. You better not even dare. <laughs> oh, my God, really. You'd have gotten yeah. dropped. You better not even wow. dare. WRC Plus is the best stat, okay? But then, but then the, the, in 08, then, then go to him and tell him that the housing market just crashed. And he's like, yeah. oh, right. you know, yeah. you win some yeah. years. Yeah. Yeah. Invest in the market. Yeah. Yeah. What are you going to do? What do you expect to happen, you know? Yeah. Oh, nine, yeah, I'm going to be way, in the fellas. gym tomorrow at I seven may, anyway. I, I may oh, have uh, three or four different apartments, three Got flats, it. but what are you going to do? Those were the good old days. Like, I'd go to the gym for like at 90 minutes a day. I worked at night. Like, when, when I worked nights... Uh, and Sylvie and I worked nights, and then we had the afternoon for a little while, midday. I went back to nights, uh, and it was like I didn't – I wasn't married. I didn't have kids, and I, I mean I, I would literally like get up, do some work. I'd go to the gym for like an hour yeah, and a half. And, and absolutely – Zero cardio. It's zero, all weights. Tommy. Zero. All weights. Yeah, you couldn't right. care less whether no. or not your heart is working. No, out. that's why it's triceps and biceps. That's it. Yeah. I used to do an aerobic anaerobic workout. That's what I'm talking about. I, yeah. you, Tom, you're right. It was just like let's just lift weights. Let's yes. do let's do deadlifts yeah. and like. Are you kidding me? How many times deadlifts? did you stare in the mirror as you flexed your yeah. triceps, seeing if you had the horseshoe? I'll Remember they try to get I the horseshoe. To, I used to like to do like tricep pull downs and like and you'd like you'd look in the mirror and. See the, yeah. Did, yeah. Look at that horseshoe. Did you ever that work him independently, each arm independently? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's how you finish, mm-hmm. man. Yeah. To get that, you know, real good. I oh, never yeah. did the, like, yeah. flat bars, just the bar. It was always dumbbells, so you could yeah. never. You, you were always, each muscle and each arm was, and each everything was, was working independent. Yeah, independent, yes. right? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's why it's so efficient for you now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> independent suspension system. Uh, what's yeah. going on? Now both arms are yeah. completely useless as and opposed to just is. one of them. Right, exactly. I used, to, I used to flex my tricep and say, park a bike. Park a bike, park, yeah. Park a bike. Park, park a bike. bike. Boom, you sit there and it looked like forks coming yep. out of there, man. Park, park your bike, bike baby. right Which there. Which way to the gym? Can you point me to the gym? I'll, I'll check it where out. Where are we going? Where are we going? You know where the gym's at? I'll yeah. check it out. But listen, back in the days when you worked out, you had to have symmetry. Yeah. If you had the upper body, you better have the legs. Well, like Arnold said. Nothing worse than the upper body, and they're oh, looking yeah. at two stick figures down there. Well, that was... Look that like was, Beavis and Butthead yeah. below but the shorts. Johnny, that was everybody in the gym. Yeah. I don't know, Carmen, if it was you or not, but every one of you went into a gym. Everyone was all puffy from the waist up. And it had sticks for legs. Well, not especially guys like and, just looking to look good for beach muscles. Yes. Like pro athletes, I mean, you guys oh, no, probably no, no, trained no, no, your yeah. lower half more than anything. Yeah, I mean, I'm yeah. talking about the weekend yes. warriors. Yes. Back at Quad's yeah. gym when it was in Thornton, we had a lot yeah. of bodybuilders there. Yes. Yeah. So there was some symmetry of in, in, in the yard. There was of symmetry course. in the yard. But, you know, the high school kids, 
Yeah. It's like when it came time for squat day. Of course, yeah. Uh, Leg day's know, hard. Man, see the thing over there with the bar across there? Yep. So we call it squat rack, kids. Leg day's hard, man. Got to oh, put awful. the got to put the yeah. bar in the back yep. if you're going to get something done. It's just off. The bar's got to be in the back. I days at all. Squats. No, right? Doing squats and oh deadlifts? Come on. I oh. gave away all of my heavy dumbbells upstairs. Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't have anything heavier than 60s I've, now. I've Who'd you my, give them away to? You don't need it. Uh, somebody was doing work in the house. I've oh. had my yeah, membership. Yeah, went upstairs and the guy was like, hey, uh, you still use all this stuff? It's pretty heavy. I go, absolutely not. Take it. In fact, you can have it. I've had my membership at the club for six months now i haven't seen too much difference tomorrow i'm gonna go in well yeah, okay. yeah i was gonna say you gotta go yeah. good luck <laughs> tomorrow i'm gonna go in please please that was a um, hairy joke right there yeah right uh, yes, it was one i saw on instagram i've been laughing about for a couple of days now <laughs> we were talking we were reminiscing i think it was off the air the other day about the hairy baseball joke wasn't which one? It about which one? Where I love baseball so much, I got to yeah, think yeah, about yeah. sex. Yeah, I think about sex when I'm watching baseball. Yeah, that's <laughs> one of Harry's classics. <laughs> that's awesome. Good recall on that one. I haven't heard they, that they, one in a while, Sylvie. That's so good. Uh, they, 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 he had a few really good ones. There were, and we used to just bust his balls about and it. But Carmen there were told some the really jokes. Good ones. Carmen told the jokes in London, and they killed. They absolutely slayed the, the whole the bus. Was dying the laughing. Bus. The whole bus. And, and Harry's sitting there. It's got to be the delivery. Harry. The whole bus. Right? I just tweeted out the picture of, of and Harry's in there, and I said, and the always funny Harry Tynalist. So good. So I got to go back and see the picture. I saw it last night. I was like, oh, my God, look at this. Everyone looks like they're 15 years old. We were kids. I know. Put I mean, it out on the internet. Like, especially me. It is. It's out there now, you're Me and Delavitt and, does, and does Carm have or? his hand in a fist like Arthur, like with no. rage in his body? No. Me, I'm guessing. Yeah, so, Sylvie, that, this, Sylvie, what year was this from? Put it out I, there on I believe this is this is I believe this is from my thirtieth birthday party. So this is from twenty two years ago. So that means like me and J D and Delavitt were like what twenty four, right? Yeah. So you were Charlie. This is basically you are Charlie and Tyler. Yes, Ty, uh, Tyler. You're what twenty six now? Yeah, twenty six. So old. so you're younger than younger, Tyler. Younger you're, than Tyler. You're basically you're basically Charlie Bevins. Unbelievable. And J and I was a year older than J D. So J D would have been twenty three in this picture. Yeah, he looks it. So he that's, that's like what I'm saying oh to Charlie. God. Don't blink, Charlie. Like in, in like this yeah, is forty. You, don't blink. You look like us soon. You know you 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 think you're the young gun. I know. You know, you blink, and then the next thing you know, God. you're the old F in the room. Yeah, but in the meantime, get after it, kid. Yeah, yeah get well, after it. We yeah. did. We lived, you that's know, we right. had fun. We Hit did. it hard. Heavy uh, and hard. Unbelievable. I believe, did, did you say that was Kincaid's? Did, did, I think it's, Kincaid's is where we had your 30th birthday. Great I remember job. that for Look sure. Look at that head. Look at that hair. What a terrible hairstyle I had. Unbelievable. Awful. Just terrible. God, parting it up in Kincaid's for Sylvie's 30th. Animals getting out. Am I wearing a puka shell necklace? Uh, you might be actually. Not surprised. Come on. It <laughs> was the rage. Yeah, you wonder some I, sort of necklace. You wonder why I was uh, I was single. Going home touring. alone. I mean, Delavitt is a spitting image of Schwarber. Yeah, it's it, crazy. It, Adam it, Delavitt, it, our former program director. He's Schwarber. Yeah. Oh, look at Jay. And uh, Harry wow. looks like Babe Ruth. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Those thrilling wow. days of hey, where's the Osaka East at? <laughs> Oh, yeah. Fun times, guys. Fun times. Oh, yeah. You bet. Asia's, uh, Orchids of Asia? Good What's time. the name of it, Johnny? Good Osaka time. East. The Osaka East. Okay. That was Nashtabula, Ohio. Good place. That's a long drive just Good to get, you know, you know, get that from, going. Not from Cleveland, it's not. That's true. <laughs> All right, you going to so. make it? You going to be okay over there? 
Well, it's such a funny line considering, like, <laughs> it's just very funny. It's very funny. You got to have good times. You know, oh, we're God. all single what, out. Good conversation, good conversation, by the way, too, you guys had about the uh, free agents. I'm telling you, like. And, and Carmen you know, came up with it, guys. Well, I don't know where I, it came I just, from. I was thinking of the list last night. With, and Bryce, I, with Bryce Harper, you know. I mean, just, and, and, like, is there anybody you want right now, uh, and like, what do you need the most? Like, whatever the sport is. Like, how many guys are you ratting off before you get to Bryce Harper in the ninth to hit a big home run? Right. You know, maybe Mahomes for a game-winning drive. Oh, of course. Uh, maybe Curry for a game-winning shot. Like, damn, if I, I need a run to win a game no. in the ninth, like, I think I want Harper at the plate. Do you Curry. remember? Do you, go. go ahead, uh, Yurik. No, sorry. you're good. Go ahead. Uh, do you remember, too, like, for a year or, or, or two, uh, the narrative was that he's overrated and the oh. Donats won it without him? I, of course. Do you Sylvie. remember that? Yes. He's. Did you hear the stats, Sylvie? Uh, both of you guys. He's got nine home runs in his last 22 postseason games. Nine! He's hitting a home run once every 8.9 at-bats since the start of last year in the playoffs. And you love a guy like that who... Makes a terrible mistake yes. in game two, and he says, "You know what? Here, he, he, here's what I'm going to do about it. Here comes the. Boot. I'm going to put my balls on the table, right? And I'm going to hit two out of the park. Here are my two here, and I'm going to hit two baseballs out of the park. Amazing. You know what? It's and and, and that's what the great players do. You're totally right. It's what clutch money like great players do. I'll show you. I I effed up. Now I'll show you." Come with me, and like it's just, you know that that they got an interesting crew there, man, and they're easy to like. You talked about that home field being maybe the best in sports right now. Uh, Schwarber's played, you know, forty something playoff games. Castellanos has played thirty playoff games. Harper's played over forty playoff games. Poor Mike Trout's played in three. That's I heard a difference. you say that. That's I mean, mind blowing. It's mind blowing. But these guys, like, you look at the how hard of an out the Astros are, and I think there is something to that championship medal, man. Like every time the Astros need a great pitching performance, somebody bangs on a couple it. of garbage cans. Well, and that could be. I joke. Geo even said the same thing last night. Like oh, Geo's making Astros jokes. He was making jokes. Astros jokes. He taught him well, and maybe so. But I don't know, Tommy. Like they just. They when Abreu, that's two in a row, isn't it? And Abreu hit bombs. That guy, and, and two guy can't hit all year. Now he ruins our twins' yeah. bed. Then hit all year. Now he's hitting bombs. You know what I need, though, tonight? Wait, what time does that game start tonight? I think seven, it's right? seven. Good. Okay, good. It's prime time. I need a close game. There yeah. have been too many blowouts here. Yeah. Well, then don't turn on the Denver KC game. That could be. You might be right about that. Because that's not going to That'll be on TV one. Don't worry about it. It's, yeah, it's yeah, still yeah. football. Seven oh seven. So it'll be Braves and Philly. But you never know. Like, uh, game, what, what game? Game two, like, I switched over uh, over Monday night football in the eighth inning. Yeah. You never know. You could yep. flip it over late in the baseball oh, I, game. Baseball's still great. That's what I told you. I said, if, it, if it's Kansas City's blowing them out in the third, that, that's, you know, going to be a flip over. Or if so. the baseball game's just yeah. great late, right. you may turn it over yeah. anyway. It's Still week, uh, what, six? Will yes. there be a camera on the Blackhawks practice to watch no. Bedard skate even though they're not playing uh, Maybe game? on their website. I'll do that. I'll um, watch that. What's, yep. up, what's up on the show today, boys? So we'll, we'll play the Bedard goal, too. I know you got to run, Karn, but I just wanted to tell you this really quick. Allie said when I, I, I came in and, and Bedard had already scored, and I told the family as I walked in, I go, guys, Bedard scored. And Allie looked at me, and she basically with a who are you look, she goes, boy, you're really into hockey these of days. Course. <laughs> and I'm like, I go, you don't understand who this kid is yes. and could be. Yes. I go, this is, this is something that doesn't come around often. So she was shocked just it. by how I, I was juiced up. But um, 
I wrote a column today for Shaw Media about Ryan Poles, and I think it's a polarizing topic because I think you people feel one way or another about Poles, and I think it's really I I kind of came to the conclusion like I have no freaking clue who mm. he is. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I'll, I'll, I want to have a discussion about that, okay. and I have a poll question regarding that as well as we sit here. At Alice Hall, we've got Paul Allen coming up at 3. Awesome. A Courtney Cronin at 4. She's in person. Jeff Joniak in person at 5 here at Alice Hall. And uh, a lot of fun coming your way. All right, boys. Great stuff. Waddle and Sylvia will get you home next. Everybody have a great evening, and we'll see you to wrap the week tomorrow. Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Instagram at ESPN underscore Chicago. This is Waddle and Sylvie. Listen now in HD on our app and on ESPN 1000. Today we are broadcasting live from Hallis Hall. So Waddle and I continue to do the show on the road. We had a great time yesterday. At Twin Peaks, thank you to everyone in Warrenville who showed up. Uh, The people at Twin Peaks, first of all, are awesome. Uh, Everyone there rolled out the red carpet for us. The fans were great. A lot of great Bears fans. A lot of people who have followed the show for for many, many years. Fathers and their kids. Dan the teacher was there. Dan the teacher. Popcorn Rick. Yes. And they were were showing. Dan the teacher was telling us all about his uh, football playing days. Showing us pictures. It was awesome. Um, lots of great uh, fans I, of the show. I autographed the same picture for him for the third time. Is that his thing? So he I brings guess. he brings a picture of you. Two of them. He's got two of them. One of him and one of me. So he has you autograph your picture of you playing. Every time I see him. Every time. And he has you say something. But he has you say something different on the yeah. picture. Oh, and, yeah. and then there's a picture of him playing football in college. Yes. And he has you autograph that picture. Yes. Okay. He basically dictates what he wants me to write on each picture. Very interesting. Or he asks me something, hey, write something cool on here. And so I, then I tell him, okay, I'll write this. He goes, no, 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 don't do that. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's, teacher Dan is he's, he's Teacher Dan is very bossy. Yeah, he's very char- <laughs> he's character. Well, you're a teacher. You've got to be in control. Our buddy uh, Raphael was there, too, with his family. Uh so it was just great to meet and get to know a lot of our uh, fantastic fans, and, and it was awesome. Today, we're at Hallis. It's a good week to be at Hallis compared to some of the other weeks we've been A lot here. of happy faces. <laughs> yes. We were here uh, the day that all the hell was breaking loose with yes. Alan Williams yep. and everything, and there were rumors swirling on what was going on, on wh- whether, whether there were raids going on and everything like that. It turned out it was just a, a forensic truck and... And After a month of chaos and hand wringing, I believe everyone in here is a little happier. When when will we? Which which story will we get the absolute truth on first? Though, will it be the Allen Williams story, or will it be the White Sox? Uh, oh, the Alan shooting. Williams story you'll get first. I don't you, think you'll uh, ever like get the, You're the never getting facts. the White Sox. No you, no, you don't think so? We'll no. never get the shooting story? No. About what, what happened? No. Where the get, gun came from? Who shot the Do gun? Do you trust the people in charge to give you an answer? I don't know. I, 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 I don't know. I, well, I'll answer for me. I don't. Okay. I don't trust that anyone in charge is going to give you the true answer. That huh? sucks. So, but, but, yes, the bottom line is it, it's a better day to be here. 
It's a better week to be here. Yes. I'm expecting, I am predicting a win. I bet on this. I'm drinking a little coffee right now and uh, with a a splash of Kool-Aid in there. Excellent. I I, didn't didn't put any milk in there. I splashed it with Kool-Aid. I bet on the Bears to win this game on the money line, I want to say, on Tuesday. Oh, good. Before the number I thought may move a little bit. I put $50 down on DJ Moore's over yardage when I told you yesterday. It was still at 55. Yeah. Yards for the game. The total for DJ Moore's receiving is 55 yards for this game. Seems low. It's criminal if he does not reach those marks. He's, I believe, averaging over 100 yards per game since the opener when they shamefully only targeted him twice. He is averaging 125 yards per game receiving. Waddle gave us a stat about his yak. He is like, and, and the Bears, this is what was, I mean, there's been so much good to kind of hit on over the last couple of weeks. And one is obviously the, the emergence of DJ as one of the best receivers in the league. And I think everybody knew how good a player he was. He had over three, he had three 1,100 plus yards receiving seasons in Carolina with a carousel of quarterbacks. So everyone knew he was a good player. But I think now, at least people in our town are getting an opportunity to to see just how good he is. Last season, the Bears were dead last in yak. Zero. And we talked consistently about there's nobody in the huddle. There's not enough talent around the quarterback. It's got to improve. DJ Moore's got 225 yards after the catch through five games. That's second in the National Football League behind Tyreek Hill. That's elite company to keep. Yeah. Now, they are in the middle of the pack as a team with Yak because, like, only three guys caught passes against the Commanders. But this is an enormous step in the right direction when D.J. Moore is second in the National Football League in yards after the catch, and the only guy he's trailing is Tyree Kill. Um, that's definitely something to to trumpet. Do they, do they uh, keep a stat for receivers on yards after first contact as well? Like I'm a running sure somebody back. does. Because, uh, like, I also think he's very good at that. Like, a lot of times he will break that first tackle. You know, you get him, you get him out there and, and he makes that first guy miss or he'll break that first tackle. He's hard to tackle. He's 210 pounds. Usually yes. he's got a weight advantage on a corner. Maybe not so much a safety, but um, he plays hard. He plays hard and he's firm and he's solid and he's, you know, he's hard to bring down. And, and again... Talked about this yesterday. Teams will adjust, but he's still going to get his. I mean, teams adjust to Justin Jefferson, and he still gets his. Yes. Um, I just want to see them, you know, let's build on what we've seen, and let's get other guys involved. Cole Komet is still dealing with a hamstring. He and Robert Tunyon were the only two other players on the team that caught passes against the commanders, and yet they still won 40-20. to 20. So I think hopefully this week there will be opportunities – to connect with Darnell Mooney and maybe some others, so spread the wealth around a touch. So I did a poll question based on my column today, and I've been and I've been wanting to bring it to the the, the show as well. Um, I think you know while we continue to evaluate Eberflus, and I think most of us are out on Eberflus. Not everybody, but most of us. Um, I think the ongoing evaluation is, and Joniak was was talking to us before that every day is a referendum on on the big picture on, on fields. Um, we continue to evaluate fields each and every day and talk about it and talk about the future. Really, we have not kind of examined under the hood for Ryan Poles and what he is. And I think DJ Moore is a great example 
of one of the one of the good things that that Ryan Poles has done. I I could make the argument that the DJ Moore trade, the Carolina trade, could be put as the greatest trade in Bears history. If you think about it, he passed, decided on passing the number one overall pick, which turned out to be Bryce, uh, uh, Bryce, Young. Uh, Bryce Young, and went down to nine, and he got uh, what could be the number one overall pick in this year's draft in DJ Moore and other stuff, and this could set the Bears up for years to come. They could either get a generational quarterback this year in DJ Moore and other stuff, or they could elect to trade the number one pick if they get that for a boatload of picks and continue to set the roster up. So I think you look at that and you say, that was amazing. And then you can flip it around and you can say, the Chase Claypool trade was one of the worst trades in Bears history. Not the worst, but it's in the team photo. That the Valus Jones draft pick was not good. That the hiring of Matt Eberflus was not great. That there's still the center position has still not been addressed. That really has there been um, a, a pass rusher long term in two years that's been addressed. This is all short term. You cannot build a, a franchise in just two drafts and two free agencies. But has anything really been built on the defensive line? Not yet. Long term. Nope. Is, is there any player on the defensive line that you love going forward? Well, you, you drafted a kid in the second round this year and a kid in the third round, and those guys are you know still in the developmental process. So nobody's a sure thing at this point. So, so there's a lot of obviously um, incompletes, but there's also some things that have you concerned. And I get a lot of people who say, you're too hard on Ryan Poles, and then a lot of people who say to me, Ryan Poles sucks. And I, I, like uh, uh, my conclusion is, in a hot take environment, in a world where everyone has to have an opinion on everybody, I can safely say to you today about Ryan Poles, I have no freaking idea if he's good or not. The general manager's position when you evaluate it, it's going to take longer to come to a definitive conclusion about the job he has done, more so than your coach, more than likely, and more so than your quarterback. Because those things, I think, have to be decided in a more immediate fashion. Now, I'm sure there are exceptions to the rule, but when you're building a football team and you came in and did what they did, which was tear it completely down, it's going to take a while before you have a firm, definitive conclusion as to whether Ryan has done a ton of good stuff, a ton of bad stuff, or is in the middle. I agree with you 100% that, that, that what they did, what he did trading the first overall pick is, is the best thing that has happened to this franchise in a very long time. DJ Moore had to be part of that deal or he wasn't going to make it. So to make that determination was hugely a, a, a thumbs up for him. And, and making the deal with Carolina and now possibly getting the first overall pick again if it is Carolina, he has set themselves he has set himself and the team up to really go in whatever direction they would like to go at the end of this season because you have money, you have draft currency, you have the flexibility to pivot and go one way, or you have the flexibility to stay on this path and add pieces to the puzzle. So, like, big picture – I think that you look at what Ryan has done because this is the most important decision that he has made and the most important move he's made, and you give him two thumbs up. 
all the other stuff that you mentioned is absolutely goes on his resume. Valus Jones, uh, Chase Claypool, all of that stuff. But right now, if you had to say win, lose, or draw, are you are you thumbs up, thumbs down, or thumbs sideways with Ryan Poles? And my, I would say my thumb is up at now, right now, because of what he has done. Okay. That could change. Right. That could change, and, and I haven't come to a firm conclusion. But the fact that he has had a huge hand in setting this organization up to have the flexibility that they do to me is is inf- infinitely valuable. And I did a poll question. I wish I would have done uh, uh, an option where I concluded with, I have no freaking clue. I did not. I just gave yes or no. Maybe I should rip it up and just go with, uh, I have no freaking clue. Because right now, 61.2% are with you. The, 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 as of now, the, they're giving him the benefit of the doubt, and I phrase it, has Ryan Poles done a good job as Bears GM? Uh, yes or no, and it's brought to you by our local Chicagoland Toyota dealer, a Toyota Let's Go Places, 61.2% say yes, he's done a good job. I, I sent this out just a little before noon. We've already had over 3,000 votes. Again, it's a polarizing topic. 38.8% say no. I had one fan, like, again, this is why it's polarizing. One fan who's a retired teacher came at me after I wrote the article, the column teacher today Dan? in Shaw Media. It, was a teacher it wasn't Teacher Dan. No, and it was a friendly tweet. I get some not-so-friendly tweets. I get some friendly tweets. But on the, on the Claypool topic, because I took him to task, as, as I always will, for the Claypool trade. And I, I mentioned again, he traded Chase Claypool. I call Chase Claypool the Bitcoin of NFL. Like, his value went down from the 32nd overall pick to almost worthless in less than a year. Um, and, and, and the former teacher said, Sylvie, do you really think, context is key here, do you really think that Ryan Poles would have traded Chase Claypool for the 32nd overall pick? He didn't, they were 3-5, and five, I think, at the time or something like that, or 3-4. and four. Um, I forget what their record were, but they, they weren't on the, the trend to be the worst team in the league, his argument was, and Ryan Poles did not think that they would be the worst team in the league and he never would have traded him for the first pick in the second round. My argument to him back was, A, he was the guy who traded Roquan Smith. He was the guy who traded Robert Quinn to make the team worse going forward. And B, if you're going to argue that he ran into bad luck because of the Claypool trade for the 32nd pick, he also ran into good luck with the DJ Moore deal. Because him and losing, the only way they get DJ Moore, the only way they get the Carolina deal is by being the worst team. Do you know what I'm saying? I, the DJ Moore trade never happens unless they're the worst team in the league. That's a bad trade even if it's for pick 50. True, too, as so well. regardless of how the Bears would have finished this year. Right, exactly. If that would have been pick number 60, right. it would have still been a bad You trade. would have liked to take a center. It's Look, trades are trades, and, and you've got to – you just have to wear it when they don't work. They're always judged in hindsight. It drives me crazy when you say, well, it's easy in hindsight. How the hell do you think drafts and trades are judged? They're judged – and look, I gave Poles the benefit of the doubt in a lot of these. I went to bat for him on the show and in the column on the Jalen Carter move. I understood the thinking and the process. I'm always a process guy. 
if the process makes sense, I understand it. I understood the process for Jalen Carter, and I like the player they got in Darnell Wright. So I'm not crushing him for that at all. Um, and I also, I always bring this up to you, Waddle, that when, when Theo Epstein came in on the ground floor for the Cubs, he missed on Edwin Jackson. He gave Edwin Jackson almost $60 million. Edwin Jackson had a 5 ERA for the Cubs. He missed on the trade with Colorado, where he traded DJ LeMahieu for a worthless third baseman. And, and there were other bad moves. Theo Epstein's a Hall of Fame general manager slash president, and even he at the ground level of a rebuild had some huge misses for the Cubs. Dale Swain was the other one. So if you want to compare DJ LeMahieu trade with the trade of Chase Claypool, if you want to compare Matt Eberflus with the Dale Swaim hiring. Even Theo missed in the beginning on a lot of things and still was able to build a winner. So I'm still giving Ryan Poles some benefit of the doubt here, but you still also have to flip it around and also judge him with some of the bad things too. It's just going to take time before you can come to a definitive you know, evaluation. I, it's just that's the nature of the beast, especially – when when he came in and you tear it down, the rebuild, the, the teardown's the easy part. The rebuild is is what's very difficult. And in this situation, there wasn't a ton of talent that was here. So now you have to you have to grow and cultivate talent in any number of different positions. You're not going to hit on all of them. It's just nobody does, as you you know illustrated with Theo Epstein, who's one of the best that's ever done it in baseball. It will take time. That's not an excuse. That's not, you know, providing cover for Ryan Poles. It's easier to come, I think, to a conclusion about your coach in a certain situation or even your quarterback than it is somebody who's entrusted with building an entire roster out. So there's been good and there's been some bad. And over the course of time, this decision or this evaluation will come to light, and you'll have a good understanding and a good answer for it. Now it's just not that time. It's too early. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. How do you grade Ryan Pohl so far? Um, I, I like. I I still don't know. To me, it could go either way. Um, I'm I, I I am squarely in the middle on this one. I am I am riding the fence in a, in an era where fence riders are frowned upon in the hot take world. I don't know about Ryan Poles. I, I don't know. Would you want to be graded for your entire semester on what transpired the first three weeks of the quarter or, or the first three weeks of the school? I mean, like, you want your grade to be the culmination of a lot of different tests and a lot of different assignments. So, I, I, listen, you would give him an incomplete. Right. I can't tell you what my grade point average is as a general manager at this point. I've done some good stuff. I've done some bad stuff. But let me give me the full season or the full year or the full four years, whatever it is, before I come to a conclusion as to what, what he did was right or wrong. What do you think? Three one two three three two three seven seven six. We'll get the Vikings perspective with one of our favorite guests, Paul Allen, coming up at 3 o'clock. Courtney Cronin coming up at 4. Jeff Joniak uh, coming up at 5. We'll talk some baseball as well. There's football tonight in the NFL with the Chiefs playing again. Tay-Tay's in the house. Yeah, and Al Michaels, remember, said uh, he won't give it a lot of love. It's... Uh, it's something that he's going to go down the middle on. Tyler's got a good suggestion for uh, for Amazon Television going forward. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. good. Share that with us. Yeah. So we'll get to all of your calls. We're live at Hallis. It's Waddle and Sylvie. 
Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Twitter at ESPN1000. This is Waddle and Sylvie on Chicago's Home for Sports, ESPN Chicago. Tyler reminds me today is a Would You Rather Thursday. Let's get the Would You Rathers in. Spend some time on them today. Uh, use the don't hashtag. Suck. Yeah, yeah, don't, don't suck. suck. Right, and then we'll spend more time on it. Use the hashtag WS Would You Rather. Tweet them to Tyler. Let me uh, let me see if I go this by memory. It's at Tyler Aki underscore. Correct. Um, so send them to Tyler. He'll read them. Make it easy uh, for everybody and the guys back at the shop that way. We'll just have Tyler go through them. Uh, again, hashtag at WS Would You Rather on Twitter at Tyler Aki underscore. A would you rather is an either or question. Would you rather this or that? It could be sports or anything creative. Make them fun. Make them creative. We'll play for a uh, Pride Store gift card. Nice. So, yeah, we'll uh, do some would you rathers coming up. Let's take some calls uh, as well on the Ryan Poles conversation. They're coming in right now. Uh, let's go to Robert on the south side. What's up, Rob? Hey, what's up, guys? How are you? We're great. Thanks for calling. Good, good. Hey, so I just wanted to comment that it is a little premature also to say Coach Flus is not It's ready to change on him too because his job is dependent on a good roster. And if you have a gutted roster that, like we've, you guys have already talked about, the thing was gutted, you can't judge him on that. Like, like you guys were talking about, it's like a four-year, two-year, three-year analysis because it's unfair to him. Once he has tools in place, once he has a good offensive line and a good defensive line, then we could conduct a real assessment of him too. Because right now I think it is premature to say Coach Fluce is not a good coach. I will say this to you. Um, I, I liked the aggressive uh, adjustment they made against the commanders where they ended up blitzing better than 30% of the time. Um, my concern, especially throughout the course of the first part of this season, was is, is your defensive style is predicated on the front four getting pressure. We've talked about that ad nauseum. When you don't get pressure from your front four, you can't just sit back and hope. What you have to do is you have to be proactive. And they finally were proactive, and they blitzed better than 30% of the time, and they finally got to the opposing quarterback, got him off his spot, made him uncomfortable, and, and sacked him five times, and it resulted in a couple of takeaways as well. So, like, look, it took time. I, I mean, you get 12 games. Everybody in this building can change the narrative going forward. It will take more to change the narrative about the coach than it will other stuff. Yeah. But I, if, if they if they – like, like I, I can only speak for my opinion. If they, if they turn it around, fine. The reason why I, I'm not a fan of his is I believe a coach is responsible for a few things, and I want him to either be a really, really great X's and O's guy or I want him to be a dynamic leader uh, of men, and he is neither. And um, – He's already playing from behind without a defensive coordinator. You are not going to bring in a good defensive coordinator, even though he calls the defense. 
um, when you are a lame duck. If you are going to draft a quarterback in a lame duck year, I do not want the new quarterback starting off with a lame duck coach. I'm not doing what the last staff had done. I, I'm just not. I am, I, am, I am changing this out. I am finding the right guy. I am going offense. You know how I feel about Ben Johnson. They were talking about him this morning. Uh, J- uh, Jared Goff, I think, is on pace to be like the number one quarterback in the NFL. He is not the best quarterback in the NFL. NFL. That is scheme. That is Ben Johnson calling plays right now. And imagine if if he can lead your team. I want the next Mike McDaniel. I want the next Shanny. And and he, if they go ahead and lose a bunch of games, you get it's it's a predetermined yeah, conclusion. Right, anyway. right. But 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 I I'm just talking to him about why I've already come to a conclusion on on him. I don't believe he's held his players accountable. Um, I believe he's been soft on them. Uh, There have been numerous reasons why I've come to the conclusion on Matt Eberflus, and I don't believe that I've been uh, unfair or or premature on that, as opposed to Ryan Poles. Southside Sean, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Sean? Hey, good afternoon, guys. Uh, I had a a couple things. Uh, First, though, uh, to address the Ryan Poles uh, question, Uh, I think it's a fair analysis you guys are giving. Uh, I, I would say something like this because I'm unsure as well, but I, I'm willing to be patient because this will take time to strip this thing down and redo it. So I'm being patient with it. And and I have a feeling that um, it's going to turn out kind of like, let's say we can use the Nate Davis situation as an illustration for Ryan Pohl's, um situation. Nate Davis came in. We had so many questions. Didn't know if it was going to work out. We all cussing at the television why he's not playing, this, that, he's a bust. And then once he started playing, we see these last couple of weeks, like, this dude is dynamic. This dude is making a difference and helping the team. I'm thinking that Ryan Poe's um, uh, drafting and, and free agent signings eventually will get to that point, like Nate Davis, where it will turn around at some point. Yeah, it's a good Second thing, second thing real quick, I want to say, you guys can address both. I'll get off the phone. Second thing, this morning on your station, there was a discussion. And, again, I always say whenever I call in, I'm not married to Justin Fields, but I'm a Bears fan for for 40-some years. And I want us to have a franchise quarterback. I want us to be successful. So, that being said, the goalposts seem to continually be in move for Justin Fields. Washington had a pretty good defense before the game. After the game, Washington is not – a good defense. You know, that's what people are saying. But this morning they were talking about Justin has never led a fourth quarter comeback to win a game or, or tie a game. And that was the thing that people call in and say they wanted to see that before they make a determination. I, 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 I look at it differently. I think contact matters. And I think earlier this year um, the game against Tampa, even though Justin fumbled the ball and they ran it back and they tied the game up against us, Justin did bring us back down the field, bro. Against Tampa? And our coach decided not to kick the field goal. But Justin took us down the field. And, of course, after – Are you talking uh, about Denver or Tampa? uh, This was Tampa. This was – no, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, bro. Denver. Right, right. It's a game with um, Justin – they, they came back, then they kicked the field goal, and they were up by three. And then Justin had to try to bring us back down the field again and threw the interception. You know what I mean? So that's one example where 
he did bring us back, but the coach decided not to kick the field goal. Yeah. And I remember two games last year, and I'll make it real quick, get out the way. Two games last year, one in particular, it was the last seconds of the game. We were down by like five. We needed a touchdown. We're inside the 10-yard line. Justin threw the ball on third down and hit one of the receivers right in the hand. He dropped it. That would have been a touchdown. Sure, the, or, the, or the Mooney play last year, too. Mooney's got to make the play. I, I get your point. We'll, we'll discuss it. we got to run, though. We're up against the break, and then we've got uh, Paul Allen coming up. But, look, I know Waddle will want to address this. Don't forget, okay, Waddle, let's talk about uh, uh, that caller's point there. We're live at Hallis Hall. One of our favorite guests, Paul Allen, is going to join us. Are the Vikings going to end up trading Kirk Cousins? And does he believe that the Bears uh, will beat the, the Vikings. He's usually someone who's very pro-Vikings. Is he down on his team? <laughs> we'll, we'll talk to Paul Allen coming up next.